episode of For the Culture Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us. Let's talk about the intersection of black culture and soccer. What am I doing on this side? This, this just feels weird. Anyway, got your boy here, Grego here. Got the team here. Like, I, I, I need to apologize for y'all first real quick. It's like, yeah, I got the booster last week and nobody told me like how much it put, like it puts you on your ass. Like, it just, ooh. Take your soul. I got a, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bigger dose. They don't tell you that. I was almost on the floor. Ooh, <laughs> I, I, I tried to go to work the next day and I was like, oh, you, big mistake. Big mistake. You're weak, man. You're weak, man. <laughs> You're weak. Uh, the man over here questioning my toughness is uh, Coach Tony over here. Uh, I had to too, man. And you might remember I had a Johnson first. I was one of those yeah. guys that survived the Johnson joint. You got, you got, you got the and wish. Then I got, and then I got. Hey, I told you right now. I'm just trying to collect my fanny songs or my vaccine songs, whatever we doing now. So I'm just collecting them all. Hopefully, I just do my thing. Wait, Pokemon? You collecting? <laughs> Wait a minute, stop. Well, hey, I'm collecting them like infinity stones. That's all. I'm just trying to power up. That's all. Oh man, down below me is a uh, sky from Shea Butter FC. What's good, lady? Living good, feeling good out here. That is, that is a nice array of of hoodies you got back there. I know, right? You see a variety. Oh, yes, you yes, see things yes. that you could evolve. You see things that are in the future. You're in the future. Yes. yes. And of course, down here across from me is the boss in charge, Tab Billions. What's up? What's good, man? Good, man. We here. We are. Very tired over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's uh, of course, uh, things about to get going for y'all back at back at the home base. Uh, I know, like the the kids are uh, coming out uh, next week, and you know, I mean, just go ahead and just slide one down here to Atlanta. You know, get that gold down down here. You I mean, y'all want me to send y'all one down there and let you pimp it out? Hey, hey, I will. Yo, so I'll we're gonna talk one. about this. We're gonna talk about this and um, before we get to our, our guests, but yeah, like I I, um, I, I just got a, um, a, a big boy hit, uh, heat press. So like well, when we when we release, I will get one in your hands. Okay. Yeah, like so like for everybody that goes up on on, on the store, you know, get your name sets right for the season. Like we might even set these up to where like if you if you really want to, you can just send us your jerseys and we'll press it and basically like a one stop shop. Don't look at me like that, Scott. Because I, like, because I'm still waiting for like for for you to just show off your heat. Because you've been having like good heat for like almost a year now. Why you gotta kill? Why you gotta put the time frame? You could have just said you could have been mad. You're ready to go off on me. But I, 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 I get emotional about it. But yes, uh, like so we'll talk about that in, in a in a minute. Um, but yeah, man. It's, uh, of course, we were off last last week. But uh, we got a amazing guest uh, this week. We got. The noted comedian Kev on stage uh, with us this week, and uh, yeah, we uh, guys, you, you gotta check it out because it's actually a really good, really good interview that we had with him. And yeah, like it's just uh, this has been amazing to, to get a chance to chop it up with him. And I, I think I, I shocked we shocked Tony as far as like how much soccer he actually knew because of course, like before that, like we weren't sure if he was just you know. Just stunting for the gram, or if he actually knew a little bit, like you know, you actually know a little bit. You know, oh, I, 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 
I, I, I give him a lot more respect now, especially yeah. when you describe. You know, you'll you'll hear about his uh his chronicles with his son and the discovery <laughs> of the positional you know awareness and everything like that. So I, I'm I'm impressed with his uh, soccer knowledge. Absolutely, like it's it's a really good time. I get a chance to chop it up with him. Of course, uh, we uh, we just had the uh, finish of the Afcon uh, finals. Uh, uh, Senegal uh, upset the. Uh, I didn't realize Egypt had won the, the tournament eight times. I was like, yo, like they yeah. are just the kings of the tournament. But yeah, yeah. the the game with the t- uh, the PKs, Senegal won on PKs, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you, what you got? No, I mean it's it's kind of like poetic justice. I mean Senegal lost the last one um, as well. Egypt has always been a perennial power that never has that translate to the big stages. Um, mm-hmm. So like it's it's kind of a, like um, expected that they make it that far. But it was interesting this time because again you have the two teammates um, uh, Salah and uh, Mane kind of like going to each other early in the match. Obviously, like Senegal could have gone up. The first penalty, mm-hmm. and you see like Salah run over. You know, like yo, that was good. too funny. That was too funny because because like because Mane went up to uh the, no no um Salah went to uh the addition keeper it was like yo he go he goes left like yo just just yo do this like you good and like Mane like yo bro like what's what like yo why 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 are you selling me out man like hey it's about the trophy man it's about the trophy <laughs> and, and and that's what I, makes me laugh is like I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, you, you. Oh, no, go ahead. No, no, no. no. Go ahead. I ain't about the man. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, it just made me laugh because, like, that, that teammate rivalry was there. And that's why I said that whoever, like, loses this game is going to just come back with the fury to knock him out with the World Cup. Because, like, these storylines were there. Like, you knew there's going to be somebody getting an advantage because they're like, I know how that person plays. And that came to life for real. I was like, yep, y'all about to enjoy this cup, Senegal, but y'all about to possibly miss out on this World Cup because it allows me, like, not this time. Took that personally, like, <laughs> like I got, sure. I got something for y'all. I, I've got, I've got an unpopular opinion. Uh, What's up? Before even like you know any of that uh, interaction happened or anything, what I wanted to see because I'm such a hater, I was hoping that both you know Sadio and and Salah would like you know pull up lame and both pull hamstrings, and so both of them are out the game, <laughs> and so that Liverpool suffers. For you know, a couple of few weeks, you know. What I'm oh so, God! Like, <laughs> Diabolical. He said the whole thing. <laughs> that is so That's intricate. What I was out in my mind, like at the, at the kickoff, they were like, ah, ah, my hamstring, you know. And then like they both off the game, so much. And that's what I was hoping for, but I guess you know. Now, ah, now, man, there was something I wanted to get with you about because, like, I know if you saw like um, uh, ESPN FC. Uh, had it up on their socials, like where the um, where the Egyptian keeper had like a like a diagram on his water bottle, like okay, like like this this player yeah. shoes on this side. This, I was like, yo, like like the the amount of scouting and just little cheat sheets that people have is absolutely hilarious. But yeah, like you just went that they went they went that far. It's like, hey, you know, which way you want to go? Because yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're seeing all creative ways of keepers doing that now when it goes into PK situation. Um, I can't remember who the keeper was a few years back, but, you know, during, um, while they were getting their water breaks and everything like that, they were over on the sideline with a goalkeeper coach looking on the iPad right away as all the, you know, the trends of all the kick takers. Um, and so, I mean, the water balls, I've seen that multiple times. 
what I've seen also too is on the on the towels, you know, many keepers when they go to the net, they put the towel on the on the side of the net or whatever. I've seen where the sharpie has also been put on the towels as well, um, and there's all sorts of creative ways. And, and it, it's one of those things like it's cool to see analytics or goalkeeper get to that level, um, mm-hmm. but it's also even cooler to see that like the way that they transfer that knowledge because as goalkeepers we're all ADD and ADHD like crazy, so we can't hold that. In our memory bank. <laughs> you know, That's so why you had that model. It's like, hey, okay, okay. Just like get a, get a step. Be like, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. We good, we good, we good. Right, next thing you know, they they gonna get those QB armbands. Yeah, know, this will be like, like right, they'll be like. Okay. Oh. I, I'm I'm shocked those haven't been like. Are are they not allowed? I was like, like yeah, that seems like like that would be like the, the progression. Just have just have it just right here. Be like, oh, okay, okay, we good, we good. We good. <laughs> I think I feel like there's a log there's a log against that. I feel like there is. Well, I gotta double check that one. Well, well, speaking of laws, uh, uh, just to kind of switch back over here to our side. Of course, uh, first uh, before I do that, uh, of course, shout out to shout to Senegal. Like, if y'all saw like the scenes from like the celebrations, like from Dakar uh, back home in the Senegal, like even like there there were parties out in the streets in Harlem. Parties in, in Paris, like yo, like because of course this is uh, their their first Afcon tr- um, trophy, so yeah, it was definitely uh, a, a big deal for uh, for the, for the for the whole culture. And, uh, yeah, like, like honestly, like again, this is like my first time um, watching the tournament in full. Like yo, blown away, blown away, and um, yeah, like uh, and of course we like, we we go right back at it next year. So like we'll uh. I said I already can't wait for for next year, but yeah. Speaking of of uh, broke, broken laws and, and broken uh, uh, temperatures and everything, we got we got to hit up uh, the U.S. and um and and their qualifying uh, treks uh, a couple weeks back. Just uh, missed last week, of course. You know they they managed to take care of business um out in Columbus. Did you get your stickers, Ty? Yeah, I did. And you know what's funny is um. Now you can't find it. No, <laughs> they they showed up at a part of the night that was um, full of festivities. Yes. I'm pretty sure the stickers came home with me. I need to go find them. Leave <laughs> <laughs> at that. Oh, That's God. why I was like, I looked at the photos the next day. I was like, no, nah, this is not going to socials. I was like, Drago, don't. <laughs> oh God, like yeah, like yeah, the, the the cameras this way, they're looking that way. I was like, oh man, like that, like, and and of course. A shout out to you, Donald and Antonio. Like, yeah, uh, for for linking up. But uh, but yeah, like clearly that night before party was 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 was, was one to was one for the for the ages. But um, but yeah, like the the that that weather was no joke uh during those three games and and um like we so we I, my prediction did hold. We got six points. We uh we won against El Salvador, Canada. Yo, Canada might be the best team in Concacaf. I, I I think that's that's pretty clear at this point. What's up? I feel like I feel like I need to say this on this uh, this platform here. I was like so over the whole Burhalter out after that match because I felt that was a bunch of the whole like U.S. supremacy talk. Because I think it was more about them being mad that U.S. lost than them rem- remembering or realizing how good Canada is this cycle. 
Like they have literally gone toe to toe. They've gone toe to toe of every single team they played. Measure them. Mexico now does not like to play them. I mean, if you guys watched them, even in the Gold Cup game that they lost in mm-hmm. overtime, they yeah. played solid football. And yeah. obviously, yes, they have the athletes. And obviously, the athletes have gone to a whole another tier when you've got uh, Davies and, and Lauren and what. But like they played this this uh, cycle without without Davies. They're yeah. just playing good football. They're well coached. They have it. They believe, and they also just want to just earn this uh, this berth without the like one in twenty six that get handed that one. They're like, we want to show that we're for real, and that's what this is. I'm tired of people being like, well, the U.S. shouldn't have lost. This is actually a game that, if you're a coach, you take a tie or you accept the loss because Canada's playing that well. Right. Yeah. Just saying it. No, I I, to- I totally get it. I I, I think that going. Yeah. Go no, I was gonna say ditto. I mean, like it, it's funny. Like after that game, everybody started texting me. They're like, "Yo, U.S. lost to Canada." Blah blah blah. This now, I'm like, Canada's good. Like, y'all, y'all need to stop tripping. Y'all not. Yeah. Y'all are relying on this antiquated thought process that we're assuming that we're the America, and that's not the case. Um, Canada is, is is really good right now, um, and not to, and not to take away from the US and the expectations of what we got coming down the pipeline and everything like that. Bad in the day. Canada is just as good, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah word. They they hand they go Mexico. Repeatedly they're proving it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's not this is not like, no you know one trick show. You know yeah, we shouldn't have to be day. talking about it's the third the third round of this of the of the octagonal being like, oh now they're good. They have been consistently uh, over this last year yeah, and a half. Yeah. Like we should just expect it. Like as a coach, I'm like, okay, treat it like the Mexico game, Mexico games. Like, what can we get away from home? That's, I think people have just been. Bad. I think people have, have just been so accustomed to Canada being mostly a non-factor, and like this is like this is one of the things that I always talk about when talk about qualifying. Like people have the idea that other teams aren't trying to get better too, mm-hmm. and like, like it's just that it's only us and. You know, everybody else is just like they're going to be where they're at. I'm like, no, other teams want to get better too. They they want to get to a point where they can qualify for a World Cup and, and hopefully go deep. And you know, like you've seen the progression with Canada the past few years, and it's like, oh, like they're for real now. That's not even it's not even a question at this point. Like they already handled um, Mexico. They handled us. Like we we couldn't win in uh, in Nashville when we played them a few months back. I'm like. Yeah, like there's a there's a strong chance they're probably gonna win the yeah, tagging like, you know, we're still in a good position where we can still qualify, but yeah, Canada is legit the real uh, the real deal. Uh what you got, Scott? Um, I was gonna say, uh well aside from that, you see, they could have played better if they weren't freezing. We Dude. out here racism mo. Listen. I was I was, like I was pissed because I was like, was that the the Honduras Who? game? Was it what year? Yeah. It yeah, was so yeah. lit. I was like Y'all out here freezing, hypothermian, and y'all could be in the the Georgia. My bad, the Mercedes Benz. You could have been in the LAFC situation. You could have been anywhere. You could have been in Jerry World. Oh my God, you could have been anywhere but Racismo. I mean, it's it's, it's you know, for those of y'all who did see like like the the game in St. Paul against Honduras, the temperatures got down to like uh, two, like one one degrees outside. I'm I'm not sure what the wind chill was. Yo, people's Everybody beers was, was freezing. I had friends texting me talking about some of the beer froze. The you know can't think. Like you saw, uh, there's like a uh, uh, Reggie Cannon uh, was the picture on social media. Like like his ears were like swollen. 
uh, be, you know, just like trying to, um, you know, for just from, from being exposed to the cold and everything. Two players from Honduras got treated for hypo, uh, hypothermia. Like, let's not do this again. Let's not do that again. Like, let's, uh, let's, uh, like I said, you know, Nashville's cold this time of year, but it, it ain't one degrees. Like let's let's right. uh let's go uh play in, play in the indoor stadium. Go play in the Vikings. We play in Minnesota. Yeah. So, so let me ask, let me let me ask y'all a question. What, what's what, so what's the what's the baseline? What's the that's, what's that's the cutoff? A, where 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 are we measuring? Is the wind chill? Are we measuring? You know, uh, but that's. I that's mean, the no, thing. Like, no, no, no. Because like, that's the thing. Is like U.S. soccer has actually had has standards for us. Like, okay, at this point, it's too cold, and, and they said, "Nah, let's just go ahead and play it." And it was like, you, 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 you set yourself up for a lot of criticism trying to, you know, have this advantage. And what you got, Tony? I, I mean, like, this one is too hot. You know, you have breaks for water like every what twenty five minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe every twenty five minutes they go by a hot ass little, you know, um barrel on the hands up and everything like that. The ears you know, thawed a, out. You know, I have a campfire break. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't y'all just play uh, indoors? If you okay, fine. Then they go play Indianapolis. There we go. They could have played in the uh, Lucas Oil situation. I mean, Minnesota. Minnesota's football stadium also has it yeah. indoor, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause, cause, um, play indoors. The idea somehow, I, I guess, is that U.S. soccer doesn't want to play on turf. I'm like, it, it there, but there's no, there's no rule against, there's no, there's no rule against playing on turf because you, you saw what happened with uh, Canada. Uh, their their game was on turf and, and and outdoors. I'm like, that that's not a holdup. I'm like, you need to think about, you know, player safety, fan safety. You know, being out there and just butt ass uh, cold like that, like. Yeah, we're, we're, I think we're going to ask uh, Kev like what, uh, like what, what's the coldest he's uh, been out here? Because yeah, like that, like that kind of thing, like it, it was totally avoidable um, and everything. But uh, but yeah, like I'm I'm a, I'm gonna switch it up just a little bit this week because of course, like see, again, we got Kev on stage and we're going to give um, that as much time as as we can on this episode. So I'm gonna go ahead and plug the store right now. Um, if you go on to ftcutd.myshopify.com. We got some new stuff. Uh, of course, uh, we, we are celebrating the Senegal's, uh, African Cup triumph. We got, uh, the Sadio Mane, uh, legends of the culture hoodie up. If you, there's a, there's a secret menu. If you want a, a Mindy hoodie, just, just say, I want Mindy. We can hook that up. We can hook it up. Um, and, and then also, while I am bullshitting around, because um, of course, the stickers that we were talking about with um, uh, with Ty, uh, we we are also making available on the website. It's uh, these bad boys right here. So yes, oh. check these out at uh, ftcutd.myshopify.com. Uh, we got that. Oh, and then also there is more. The world famous racism counter stickers also available. Um, and whatnot. Make sure you check those out. Make sure you check out the, the new hoodies. And um, again, we're getting ready for the new MLS season. Kits are about to come out and everything. So yeah, make sure you get your your uh, your kits hooked up and everything. Because again, we got we got presses now. So yeah, we we can we can hook it all up now. So I got requests. Sure you... I have special requests and stuff. Sorry, man. You about to have like uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna need that bag on one of my next goalkeeper kit, man. I'm gonna need that. <laughs> 
American badge on my next jersey. You know, y'all okay. do hats. Let's look that up. Well, I, yo, we need a, a steady hat plug. I mean, like, because yeah, I, I, I think, need to uh, do era situations. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do, we only do new era. We only do new era. I, I need one that fits my my big head. Cause, that that yeah. part too. Yeah. Because I wear like a seven five eight, so I need like a bigger, bigger. Dang, you <laughs> got an eight? You got a nine? You got specialty? I'm 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 about, I'm about like a I'm about like an eight and a quarter. So yeah, like I I, I trust me. Yeah, damn, you they, go in that back corner of Liz. You go, you go. You go <laughs> go what y'all the not gonna corner. do is ju- is judge me. <laughs> this this, this I'm not late. Lying. That's where you might go in the back corner of Liz. Right. So when you go in that back corner, that's where they got the eight pluses. All right. And so when you go in those eight pluses, that's where you see like Cowboys hat. Yeah. You see like you know New York Yankees hat. <laughs> Stodgin' there, hat. Y'all, 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 y'all ain't gonna roast me like, 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 uh, like, like we, like we did, uh, uh, Kev, but yeah. Um, on, on the flip side, we will have. Hey, Gregor, what do you have on your quarter. mind? What dang, is, you ball. What's on your How mind? You got, you got a lot. That's a lot of intelligence. You got a lot on your mind. You got a lot on your mind. Yo, man. Y'all call me. I got locks in my head. I ain't got the. My head ain't that y'all, big. Y'all, y'all go. Y'all I go thought I was big at seven. Can you wear a snapback? No, Can you wear a snapback? I haven't worn a snap since like middle school, man. Like it's been a long time. So oh, because you be on the last snap, you can't even snap. Y'all, y'all like TK is on the side of the monitor over here and just laughing his ass off. Like y'all, y'all, y'all gonna leave me alone? But yes, yo, yo, yo. But yeah. <laughs> um, make sure you're um if you, if you are already up on YouTube, make sure you follow us on YouTube, and um, of course already on our um on your favorite podcast house. But yes, on the flip side, we're gonna have Kev on stage. We're gonna chop it up with with him and um, talk soccer, talk comedy, talk business. And um, yeah, it's gonna be a great conversation. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Hello, and welcome to episode 35 of Shea Butter FC, the podcast by, for, and about Black women in soccer, featuring your hosts, Sky and Sills. This week, we talk with Riss, Devin, and Doug of the Rose Room Collective, a supporters group for people of color who are fans of the Washington Spirit and DC United. Then, we explore SBFC Brown Sugar, but soccer, where we discuss their love of soccer and how they came to form Rose Room Collective. In SBFC Pent My Squad, we look at the importance of supporter groups and the impact that theirs has on the spirit and the DMV community. Then we delve into SBFC Get Your Fits Right, which explores the intersections of soccer and black culture and what they'd like to see for the spirit in the future. Next, we get into Shea Butter Freestyle, where we explore more hot takes and fun topics, including the notorious Shea Butter Poll FC votes. And finally, we end with our hits and riffs and raves for the week. Check out Rose Room Collective on Twitter at Rose Room Co. and Instagram at Rose Room Collective. And don't forget to check out their website at roseroomcollective.com. As always, you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at SBFC underscore podcast. And don't forget to hit up our website at SheaButterFC.com.
Until next time, we'll see you when we see you. Hey guys, real quick, I know you're enjoying the podcast, but this is Elliot, the host of Can I Kick It FC, which is a Black History Soccer Podcast. I just want to play you this quick snippet of our upcoming podcast, and hope you enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's like, this story is like the beginning of feeling uncomfortable, like growing up being black in Germany, the uncomfortability of being black while playing and then the uncomfortability of, like, you have to live to this, like, perfect standard when you're not playing anymore. Still. Like, you're still under spotlight in a way. Because that completely killed it, killed his legacy for a lot of people. Which is unfair, but, like, that's what people used it to as an excuse for. So, yeah. It's just really... And, like, just seeing him in the interviews and, like, talk about it. He's just, like, so just, like, disheartened. It's, like, really sad to see. So... If you like that snippet, make sure to go over on Twitter at C-I-K-I-F-C. Follow us. You can find our podcast, Kid I Kick It FC, on all podcast hosts. And make sure to share it with a friend. We'll let you get back to the podcast now. Bye. And we are back. Man, listen, I, I got I got to give thanks to you, Ty, because honestly, I did not think this uh, was was about to happen. Then, and because I, I want you to uh, set us up with the intro, it was good. Yeah, uh, a couple of weeks ago during the holiday season, you know, we were kind of like spreading the cultiverse cheer around Twitter, and uh, I got to see um, a man that, like, you know, we were introduced to as Kevin Fredericks, um, but you will know him, Kev, on stage. Uh, saw him out there just talking soccer and honestly most of us I would say uh, in the space are aware of his presence uh, just from the comedy world but in the soccer space we all know that he has an affinity for it even though some plays it uh, I remember my first uh, kind of like dipping my toes into like how he's in the space because I think one of his kids I scored a goal and he like lost his mind and the video was fantastic and it was like one day I aimed to be that father who just like celebrates his son so hard that the whole the whole part is annoyed um but yeah, so he popped up and I just kind of like shot the shot, say, hey, like, I'm going to talk to some footy and today here we are. So I want everybody here to, we're going to like a polite applause to welcome Kev on stage. What up, guys? <laughs> what is up? <laughs> Man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, Ty, I thought we were going to have Caillou on, on, on the show. I thought we were going to have Caillou. <laughs> <laughs> that shows you people don't watch the full video. In the video, I, I showed that weird, and people were like, "Nah, they turned away." They were like, I don't want to see you talking like with the naked face, so I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna turn away. <laughs> I like to go on record and say, "What was my real face?" When is the last time you actually were had had a clean shave? <clears throat> I don't, I don't, it's probably, I was, before I could grow facial hair. Once I grew a mustache, the mustache stayed. Then I had a little soul patch forever. I I would never cut my face naked like that unless Marvel is throwing the ultimate bag at me. And I will not be on social media until my beard can grow back. <laughs> I feel you on that. I feel you. I'll be wearing a lace front beard before I come out. 
Because like, why is that a thing? <laughs> I remember when my mom, like, like the few times I did try to shave it all off, my mom used to clown me so hard when when I would do. She'd say, don't do that. Like, just don't don't set yourself up for that kind of failure. And like, just the amount of cooking that was done on it's the source. Like, hey, you know, it's 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 hard out here for a pimp. Like, trust me. Like, I, I get it. I get it. I just had all the the whys because I felt like. The beard was synonymous with like who he was, and I was just like, "Why? I I just I just didn't get it. I just." But now I'm glad to know this is fake. So it's good. good. <laughs> but uh, the the kick things off like um, I don't know if you if you watched um, the uh, the USA games last oh, week. Um, like I don't know if like you heard about the 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 temperatures being all super low. What's the coldest place that you've ever done a gig at? A game? Uh, a, a comedy gig. Oh, man. We went to uh, Toronto a couple years ago, and it was like two degrees or negative two degrees, and it was like <laughs> negative 30 degrees with the wind chill factor. And I made this video like the wind chill factor is the only factor because the weather was like, it's two degrees, but it feels like negative 30. Well, then it's negative 30. <laughs> <laughs> All that matters is what it feels like. Yeah. It was wild. Me and my wife thought it would be fun for our kids. And we took our sons to Niagara Falls during this time. We got them hot chocolate. And my son spilled it. And it it spilled on his jacket. And it froze before it even dripped all the way down his jacket. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you should not. And it was hot chocolate. And it it was frozen before it even got halfway down his jacket. And I was like, we shouldn't go outside. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. No, We're no, not no. That's outside during this, dude. Like no. that, like that was just insane. And like you saw, like everyone just like trying to get all covered up. Just like no, like this, this, oh, this ain't also it. Unnecessary. Like you know that it's gonna be cold there at that time of year. Why? Why would yeah. you do that? Yeah, yeah. They and, and did you see uh, the um, racist counter had to be reset again? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. What do you say? Uh, the players were looking for blankets, like refugees or something like that. Oh, because they came from Honduras and they didn't have they didn't have like any warm weather gear, cold weather gear at all. So they didn't have to like, get to, like and and try Dang. to like get in where you fit in. So that was just an L just waiting to happen. And yeah, it's a whole world out there. No pun intended. Literally, literally, oh, and oh, figuratively. Oh. <laughs> but I see what you did there. <laughs> but um, but, but yeah, we're um, we're happy to have you on. And um, like Ty said, like we've we've been watching you for quite some time. And I know, like in like in our private chats, like we would notice videos where it's like, hold up, is he wearing a a United um, jersey? Is he wearing a Chelsea jersey? I think you had a Juventus jersey too. And I was like, is he is he doing this for the fashion, or is he doing this because he's into soccer? Like, what got you into the game? So my son plays soccer, and mm. he. He was getting really good. So, you know, he was playing, I believe, um, at the time it wasn't indoor, but it was like uh it was like um I don't know what it's called, but the it was like indoor. Futsal. They had like futsal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean he was he was killing, he was he was megging kids and stuff. So I went all in. I went to the soccer store to get him cleats and at the soccer store they had all these jerseys from all these teams. So I was just picking based off of like, I was like, okay, Jeep. I like Jeeps. Let me get <laughs> I didn't understand 
I didn't understand how it worked at all. Yes. Like, Jeep seems deep. Yeah. So I bought a whole bunch and I was wearing them in videos. And then, like, I started watching and stuff. And people were like, Kev, are you really into soccer? And I was like, well, I'm trying to get in. I'm trying to get in. And they were like, bro, you can't wear kits from rival teams. It's like, you're oh. Wearing a, you're wearing a Crips, man. It's it's Bloods and Crips. In a Bears jersey. The next, like, you can't do that. You have to pick a team. So what you're happened was, yeah, I was set tripping. Now, you can pick a team from different leagues. I did find that out later. You yes. can like a bunch yeah. of league team and a La Liga team and Premier League yeah. team, but you cannot have teams From within the team. So I was oh, like, okay. Yeah. So I was in, this is the story of how I chose Manchester United. Oh, okay. um, we were in Paris, and it was 2018, it was the World Cup, okay. and we were watching it. The United States was out way early, if they even got in. I don't remember, I don't remember nothing about the United States being in. But I if remember France, uh, France had Pogba was balling, Mm-hmm. And Belgium had Lukaku was balling. Lukaku and De Bruyne were balling. And England had Rashford uh, balling. So I was trying to pick a team. And I, the announcer was like, yo, these three people are on the same team. And I was like, oh, three black dudes on a Premier League team? So I was like, bet. I'm go-. And I, I recognized the Manchester United jersey was always in the soccer store. because some of the, And they had a big, like, they had a big section. So I was like... I'm going with and Martial. I think I saw him too, but I'm not. I don't. I know Lukaku, Pogba, and Rashford okay. uh, were on on Manchester United, and they were young. Because I was like, I don't want to pick a team, and the best players that are black are old, and then they leave. <laughs> so as soon as I started following United, Lukaku left like the next transfer window. I think he left in the, right. the January transfer yeah. window immediately. Uh, and United end up being absolutely abysmal at yep. that that season. I remember it's towards not, the end of that. It sounded smart at the time, but yeah, like we. Uh, yeah, yeah they had. Time. I remember I was. So I was watching a lot of YouTube videos and Academy videos, and they had lost to Huddersfield Town, and, they, and the fans were losing it. They were like, <laughs> how do we not? I think they drew at Huddersfield Town, and they were like, get Mourinho out of here. Get Ellen, kill him. <laughs> so I was like, oh, it's. It's great to start following a team when they're not good because nobody will accuse you of being a bandwagon fan if the team's not good when you start following them. True. So I then later found out that Manchester United is basically like the Cowboys or the Yankees of Premier League, but I didn't know that at the time. Uh, so that's how I got into it, and that's how I started following Manchester United. So I have to, you're, you're in L.A. now, right? Yeah. So, are you seeing the same thing happen with the Lakers right now? Like, hey, <laughs> man, people, are, people are jumping off the ship left and right. People are so mad at West, Russell Westbrook, man. They are like, oh, I never seen an NBA player, and I like Russ. He hits the backboard and nothing else more than anybody. Barely hits the hey, backboard. Hey, I got a joke. I'm like, they be looking like LA Fitness. They <laughs> It'd be way over the square. Like, it's never, it was never going to make, like, you, like, lifted weights and then went and played. It is Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, and so, that's yeah. all. That's all. My bad. That's all. That's all. Yeah, that's. <laughs> that's all me. That's all me. That's <laughs> me. My bad. I'm getting back on you. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's, it's tough out here. Oh, man. 
Yeah, it's like yeah, we're 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 doing our best. Like I said, right now we're it's a we 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 deem United Telenovela United is just it's just one one thing after another. We like, you we gotta just, love it from a distance. Oh. You gotta like it from a distance. I told y'all, be up echelon, be free agents. Love them from a distance. Love and it's crazy distance. because I'm trying to understand. Like, I, I realize how big of a team they are because like. The fans will be taught and people will be roasting them and they'll be in fourth place of 20. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't fourth, fourth, and that's like Champions no League spot. I'm not understanding no the matter. vitriol. Like, it's obvious we're not gonna win the league title. No. Nope. Fourth place. It's not like they're gonna get um uh they're not middle of the table. They're not gonna get um what's it called when you you, you Re- gotta Re- go to this uh relegate. They're not gonna get relegated. I couldn't think of that word for nothing. But bruh, it's either you win the league or you suck. Nowhere in between. Yeah. For those you know, those top six teams, yeah. either win the league or you are trash. Pretty Amen. much. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a hard life to live, you know. Everybody can't be first man. Everybody hey, there's, there's no division champions or you know nothing. Region champs, nothing. Care about cup. We only got the care yeah. about cup. <laughs> Yo, that's the what I mean. The Even the Capri Sun cup. cup. The Capri Sun Cup. Sun cup. Flip no. Cup. Red Cup. Flip Cup. They ain't got none Thank of it. Um, something, it, please. Like, it just came out the other day that uh, the United's, like, recorded, like, like the biggest uh, transfer losses, like, like, over, like, 1.1 billion. I mean, 1. And, and it's just, yeah. And, like, for, like for, for, the, for the amount of spending that, that we've done, like we've gotten so little in return. It's like, like I said, it's almost like Spurs, you know. Like, it's, it's, it's it just... has been, and, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm tell you what I learned. I, I I made a great mistake. I was like, oh Ronaldo, bro, they Ronaldo is yeah. what you need, bro. Yeah. I'm watching United. I'm like, oh, this is actually terrible because <laughs> they want him to score so bad. They will take a great attack. And be like, I've seen it happen. Rashford, great shot on goal, but instead he'll pass it to Ronaldo. I'll be like, what? What are you? But it's like it's Jordan. <laughs> you gotta pass to him. So it's, it's, not, it's, it's you know? Jordan on the Wizards. It's like, hey, it's let's just make sure. Wizards, man, let's make sure Jordan gets his, his points. Goals. I know he scored in a minute, but he gonna score his goals. But the team as a whole is just like, bro, ain't no midfielders. No, ain't I no always, midfielders. I always said as soon as they started talking about it that like. That was for the first time where you saw one of the big teams in Europe, outside of my club, just chase the money. Like, the money was just chased because it made no tactical sense to bring this man back. You finally got them to gel. You finally got them to, like, get on with the program. And you have a human being, while, yes, is a very superior athlete, literally it's about him at this point. And it just took away the whole team aspect and was like, let's make it about this man. And... You know what? Jaden Sancho, they were supposed to sign Jaden Sancho for, for three years. He was supposed to sign Jaden Sancho. Every transfer hey. window, Jaden yep. Sancho. How do you sign him and they ain't been able to say his name hardly at all? Yep. Yes, yes. That's facts. That's facts. I'm like, yo, we waited all this. We got Varane. We got Sancho. Hey. Time out. Ronaldo. Time out. Trust the process. I still trust nah. the process, y'all. I'm tell you the process they out there draw with Burley, man. I trust the process. Draw with Burley. They draw with Burley today. It was I had bad. to look at the hey, table. I was they like, play, I know. They're playing 3D chess, y'all. They're playing 3D chess. They, Ain't they no 3D chess. You, you draw with Burley, man. I turned off the game. I was so upset. 
the Glazers saw Tom Brady to the Bucks, and they were like, bet, we will do this exact same thing. Same thing. And, and it, it was, it's not a one-to-one. It's not a one-to-one thing, no. bro. The NFL, you can turn a team around. Like, I mean, in the Premier League, you can too, but you have to have somebody in the midfield or you, you – Oh, yeah. I mean, that's how they got – that's how Bradley scored. It was like, yeah. the boom. Man, yeah, that's tough, man. What? The boom? Is that what you said? Yeah, like the boom. It was embarrassing, but I'm a fan from I a distance. I don't understand Manchester United. They will draw Burnley and then they'll beat somebody they're not supposed to beat. Yeah. And then, like, the, the 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 bottom of the table teams, they be like, they we struggle. don't know how to play soccer no more. We don't, know what, we don't know how to do anything. Yeah. But um, so like you were uh, were saying that you got into the game like from from your son now. From what I understand, like he's um with the uh, LAFC the uh, the academy. Is that correct? Yeah, he uh his team got absorbed into the academy. Okay. Uh, so he ain't like at the facility. He ain't you know he ain't he ain't there yet. But he's yeah. they got the same jerseys as the people. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can't he can't go through security yet. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you can't. His car is bad. Gave me like bad. Don't come all the way up here, but you like satellite. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, okay. He on the satellite. Okay. He cousin twice removed. That's my cousin on my dad's side, but we didn't really know him. You know, what, uh, he's what, what, just what position does he play? So this is a sore spot for us. Uh oh. Uh oh. He is playing uh, center back right now. Okay. He is a midfielder. Oh. He okay. is a midfielder by like. The way he plays, he might even be a defensive midfielder, but I'd say he's a deep line midfielder. Uh, his tendency is to protect the goal, but he can, you know, he would be great on a team that did counterattacks. Like he could, he can control the ball in the middle and he can distribute to forwards and strikers. But because he's fast and aggressive, he, the coach, this coach has put him on the back line, which okay. is good for stopping the other team from scoring goals, but it they have a they have a hard time creating offense. They have a hard time getting the ball from the back line to the forwards because mm-hmm. our we just don't have anybody in the midfield. Same thing as United. He's basically playing on Manchester United right now. <laughs> he probably is literally right now playing. Yeah, right. literally. It's not, it's not like it. We, we need a six. We need a six to just tell him <laughs> to say we, we can sign him. We can see the sign. And he's him. playing out of position. Uh, so he's my hope is when he gets to high school, he's going to high school next year. And in California, apparently, you can't play club and high school. So I'm hoping that yeah, he makes yeah, the high school yeah, team yeah. and he can play cl- – he can drop the club team. They are too demanding. Forget it. I don't – this is entirely too much. If you ain't going to the league, his practice starts at 730 to 9. Yep. I'm in the bed, first of all. Yep. This is ridiculous. Uh, but, yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a midfielder. He should be playing midfielder. So uh, here's my uh, question. How tall now. is he? As... How, how tall is he? He's not tall. That's the only thing. He's okay. short. And that's so, why I like him playing soccer because because the messy effect. You know what I'm saying? Like soccer, yeah. you can really still ball even if you're not really, really tall. True. But in his position, I'm like, bro, you you playing where Virgil van Dyke plays. That person that's what I'm is six say. Five. Yeah. yeah, usually you got tall and backs. That person is six five. Yep. You don't have to be six five to play in the league, but at that position, everybody else is six five. Yep. No. Like that's where my question comes from a coaching standpoint. Like they have to know that. On the right side, he's not tall at all. I don't understand why you got to be tall in the middle, but on the wings, you don't have to be tall. Well, everybody's usually the thought process is that people are sending crosses in. So if yeah. you got crosses coming in, so you got to send the back. Yeah, yeah, got it. So, 
Yeah. And that's I why I'm confused. So they usually move to the right side if they're going to make him play defense. What are you saying, Todd? I said that's what confuses me from his coaching standpoint. Like, if the club knows that when he goes to high school and the height's not there, why are they grooming him in the center uh, when it seems as if, I mean, if the pace is there, he'd be on the outside. And then right. if he's, like, got the vision, he'd be in the midfield. So I'm confused right. on the coaching. And I would like you to inquire politely, you know. In, in a way, it's like no, – <laughs> We have talked to the coach. My wife, you think I'm bad. My wife, she don't understand a tenth of what I understand. She'd be like, why he ain't in the middle? He need to be in the middle. He'd be good at getting it and giving it. Put my baby in the middle. That's what, yeah. Have, did you see the trajectory of how you cheered for your son change over the years? Like, usually young parents, when they get involved and they're not familiar with the game, they're always like, kick the ball, kick it, kick it. And then <laughs> now, are you cheering with a different, you know, tone and saying different words? Now, you because you seem Absolutely. like the best student of the game lately. You seem, you know, listen you at the beginning. I was, I was shoot it, kick it, yep. clear it. This is the only three things. If you're close enough to shoot, shoot. If you're in the defense, this is when he could play all the way the whole field. If you, yeah. if they're about to score, clear it. If you ain't got nothing yep. to do, kick it. Now I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, now we're like, you know, playing transition, you know, send it, through ball, stuff like that. You know, that's, that's slide tackle going in like, yeah, like, like, yeah, they, they ain't ready for that. They, slide tackles and headers, they are well behind on because you can't you couldn't do headers until this age group. They're yeah, well behind on that. 12. Of, U12 in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. The hardest thing to understand was offside, man. When you're first starting, that yeah, pass true. at the time of the kick, you want to talk about infuriating. I was like, nope. dog. <laughs> let, no, I don't understand. Ain't no, there was no VAR either. I'm like, bro, <laughs> let him stop calling that. Let him let pass. him cook. Let him cook, please. Let him cook. But now I'm a pro. You know, my they they had an offside kid. He scored a goal. I'm like that's off. I'm, 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 <laughs> he's like, don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. He's off. He's, like, oh, he's off. He's off. Right, come on. So that, here we go. That took me a cool two years to really understand how that worked. Hey, I, no, but like, no lie, I give you props because I played. You know, I'm 40 years old. I played the game since I was five. For 35 years, to this day, my dad still doesn't get offside. To this day. <laughs> he's like, Torn. He'll, be, he'll be watching my games with his penis. You know, he's a good old country over from Alabama. He's like, Torn, I still don't get offside. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, whatever you say. that's not a thing offside. that happens in football and basketball. There's no yeah, concept like that. of that. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, like, I understood the rule, but then, like, then I had to realize that at that level, they're not always calling it correctly. Mm-hmm. And that's what was making it hard to understand. In basketball, a foul is easy to see and spy. Football, pass interference is easy. And, and uh, soccer, offsides is not really clear unless you know exactly what you're looking for. Like you'd be like, oh, he looks, he looks even, and then you realize, oh, it's, we're counting, we're counting the toes. Like, is he yeah. wears size five? What are we doing here? Like, what are we doing? Right, we doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> But uh, so you're saying that that JoJo might have a better career in in, in comedy than soccer. It looks like going into his high school years. Because I, yeah, I see well, the videos, I'm like, like he be getting the shots in. He be getting the shots in. Yeah, now he can he can really play. The thing that I realized though, the honest honest truth, 
if you want your kid to excel, excel, you have to be private coaching and you almost it almost have to be your life. Like you really and you got to be playing tournaments every weekend. And the, the better club teams, they're like 45 minutes away. And it's hard to live a regular life and have a kid in club sports and have a personal trainer and be a comedian that's touring and stuff. So it was like our life didn't really, you know, wasn't really conducive to to have him be out like that. And he don't really he likes the game, but I don't know if he's personal trainer every day, two hours a day. Enjoy the game. He likes to play. He plays with his friends, but he mm. also likes to rest and play video games. And I'm like, you don't have to make it a career. You can also just have fun and play. You know, basically his club is year round. So he's always playing. It's mm -hmm. just like, I don't want to take him an hour out, you know, and take him on. A, I, I really can't do that. And my wife, you got another son and stuff. She got the only other stuff she wants to do. So if he's serious about it at his level, I'm sure he could play college at some level if he wanted to. Mm -hmm. um, I think he's good enough for that. But. You know, if he, anything beyond that would really depend on how serious he is. But he definitely has a career in podcasting. That he's a natural at, and you don't have to be tall to do that. Yeah, clearly, hey. like I said, we, we, need, we need to ask him uh, about about some tips because, yeah, like just to getting this thing on the day, I was like, man, like I don't know, wait, it was, it was cutting it close. But, uh, but yeah, like, uh, so like, like you've been doing the social media comedy. Obviously, you've been doing the, uh, 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 stand up for a long time. Like, what about uh, the social media platform? Like, really appealed to you as far as just getting your name out there and say, like, hey, like I can make this something that works for me. Like, because of course, it's, it's opened up doors for you. Yeah, uh, that's a great question. For me, I was living in Seattle at the time. That's why I noticed your Supersonics uh, hat. Uh, I was living in Seattle at the time. And there was no auditions to go to in Seattle. So it was like, if you want to be in the entertainment industry, that's not going to happen. So I was watching a lot of YouTube when I should have been at work. I was working at Boeing and I was just like, not going to be doing that. So I was watching a lot of YouTube and I noticed people started just, people went from doing it for fun to being like, yo, I made a YouTube partner to, yo, this is actually my job. And I was like, hold on, your job. How y'all get, how y'all get the job part? So I, I realized that, you know, we were doing plays in Washington. And we were doing well in Washington, but there's only so many black people in Seattle, Tacoma, <laughs> Portland, that whole Northwest. So we're like, we don't really have the money to like, we don't have the money to move the play and we don't have the audience to keep the play up. Like Tyler Perry, he was in Atlanta. You could do a play for a month. There'll be new black people every week or they could drive down. And become, in Tacoma, become, coming in weekly. <laughs> yeah. Tacoma, Seattle, that just wasn't going to happen. So the internet was like, the main reason I started making videos with me, my friends and on my own is, we were like, if we could get a lot of fans and followers throughout the United States, then when we came to their their city, they would come to the plays. And quickly we realized that doing the videos in and of itself was a potential way to do, you know, to do entertainment. And it didn't matter that we lived in Washington at that time. And then people would pay us to fly out and do our jokes. So we basically switched gears and started focusing on that. Wow. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's been incredible to kind of like see like your growth and see like just the progression. Like I said, of course, the doors have opened up, you know, uh, partnering up with Will Smith. I was like, yo, like, like this dude was just do was like, was like literally doing videos in his car a few years ago. Now he's like over here stopping with the big dogs. Like this is, this is, this is the real come up. This is the real come yeah, up. Yeah, You know, it's kind of crazy. I didn't even think about that. Like, I was doing those videos in my car on my way to work, editing them while I was walking to work. And oh, then I would man. just get to work and be an employee. 
You know what I'm saying? And then I'd come home and oftentimes shoot another video in the car and edit as I was walking the door to my house. And now I have like a whole, and this isn't even a flex. I just really didn't even think about it. Now I have a whole studio and a team and all that stuff. And all that started from, you know, you know, way back when I first started and just pumping out so many videos, man. I was just like, I was just like, I'm going to make a video every day. There was a couple of years there where I was making two or three videos a day. Wow. Every day. wow. And I was like, you don't laugh at something. I don't know what it is, but I'll, I'll keep making <laughs> one about something until, until I get your laughter. Man. All right, well, speak, can yeah. I, let me follow up on that. So speaking of that, like just noticing how like the whole game of comedy is going, you know, so obviously the, the big names they're dealing with almost having to be handcuffed because they're getting ridiculed for the content that they might provide. Yep. How is that playing a factor when you create your content? Are you feel like you're now starting to have to, you know, put guardrails up now when you create your content or, you know, overthinking the stuff when you come up with yourself? I mean, honestly, I've never felt handcuffed. I have felt a comedian's job is always to find the line, know where it is and edge up against it without being too far over, right? And I think uh, what happens is on the internet, so so prior to the internet, you know, hey, the tide is changing on this style of joke, so I'm gonna stop telling it in person. But there was no recording of that joke, right? And this is like mm-hmm. the Joe Rogan thing. Like he might've right. been like, you know what, I should stop probably saying this. And he did like a couple of years ago, but the internet doesn't, don't care that video is still up so still somebody there. went you know what let me remind y'all what he said and now it's very easily accessible to say here's what you did right so for me i have definitely crossed that line or that line changed right sometimes something yeah. i made something that was funny in 2012 is now offensive in 2020 right exactly right exactly. so and i i didn't not only did I didn't didn't know at that time it wasn't considered offensive. I always go back to Bernie Mac's set on original Kings of Comedy when he was talking about his nephew. At the time I oh, watched yeah. that, we all thought that was funny. It yeah. wasn't problematic. I don't remember anybody having beef with that. But if he released that now, that wouldn't be, be funny. It'd right? be trouble. But I don't believe that Bernie Mac wouldn't be funny today. And that's the difference. Right. He would know, oh, you can't say that. What can I say? What's, you know, like that's the job of comedian is like, what's the right word? What's the right setup? What's just enough to get you to understand? If I'm making fun of a celebrity, is that celebrity beloved? If they're mm-hmm. beloved, it's hard to get it, people to laugh at them. If they're not beloved, you know, or what's the tide on them, right? So I think that's the hard part of being a good comedian is you really have to be aware of the time, what's okay, what's not okay. And I, I honestly think a lot of times comedians just don't want to do the work. And they don't want to uh, learn. Like, I remember I was reading this article. <laughs> this is oh, way back in the day. And the, the white comedians were complaining because people didn't like blackface. And mm-hmm. the white dude was like, well, if they, I was one of the top blackface comedians. What am I going to do? Like, figure out another way to do it. Buy something else. <laughs> Buy something else. <laughs> there are other ways wow. to be funny. I guarantee it. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's my that's that's to me, uh, I'm kind of always like reading the tea leaves on what's cool, what's not cool. 
And sometimes, and I went back and deleted videos. As I see the tide turning, I'm like, all right, I made a video. Whoa, delete day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, y'all need to see that one no more. Like, part of the child. He's like, but I think no cancel culture is not getting me. <laughs> Listen, I, get, I I went through my Twitter feed and, and, and searched, okay, what did I say? Because, I, you know, back then this was cool. This ain't cool now. You know, and I think most people understand, like, if you didn't know then and you weren't being malicious and you really know now and you are apologetic, you know, people will forgive you. But I think a lot of times people just don't want to be apologetic. They don't want they don't want to They want to be able to say whatever they want. And you really can say whatever you want. You just also have to deal with the consequences of saying whatever you want. People just don't want to. They want to say whatever they want and have people take it the way they want them to take it. Absolutely. Do you have any uh, questions, Ty, Sky? Oh, I don't know. Do I have any questions? I got more. What's up? What's up? What you got? What? What's up? So I got. I mean, obviously, this is a soccer theme podcast. So we've asked this question like with other topics in the past on the um. For the culture podcast, but I gotta know you have like a starting eleven of comedians for your. Oh, that's know, fine. Oh man, yeah. And my question will be so much wow. more serious after that. <laughs> Do I have to put them in like a field or Correct just pick my starting role? However you want. Just pick uh, your, your however you want formulate it. However, it's your squad. You the owner. You are the Glazers okay. right now. Yes. <laughs> you can spit however you want. Right, I'll tell you I'll tell you the first person off the board for me is Tony Baker. He is probably t- oh, he, he's my favorite boy. comedian. He's oh, the boy. best at the craft. He is uh the funniest to me. Uh I would then pick Arnest J. He's one of the reasons I did comedy. Classic. He was just a ball of energy. He didn't care. He was just as funny as he wanted to be. And I loved his comedy and his approach. Uh, I would pick uh, Bernie Mac because his his sets on Def Comedy Jam and Kings of Comedy, like he I never saw an hour long special for Bernie from Bernie Mac. And I didn't need to. His 10 minutes on Def, Def Comedy Jam and 2025 on a real original Kings of Comedy. Dog, it might. That was the only special you ever needed. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, uh, Kevin Hart. I love. He he was the next comedian after the next one. I'm gonna name. That was like he took the possibility in my lifetime. In my like, as I watched the possibilities of what a comedian could do to the stratosphere. Right. He had a Nike running shoe. That don't have nothing to do with the joke. That's like comedy. Dog, you have what? How did you get that? Yep. You know, and I also like him and like LeBron. I I watched their career. I watched them blossom. Uh, Eddie Murphy, prior to Kevin Hart, was like he blew the lid off of of what you could do. He hosted Saturday Night Live as a cast member of Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is insane. That's how big of a star he was. And he had some classic movies there, TV show. I mean, uh, TV, movies, and stand-up. And he was like 23. What's that? Five, six? Yeah, five. Okay. Uh, Jess Niche. She is a comedian out of Chicago. Uh, She's just knock-down, drag-out funny and fearless. 
Um, Ambria Allen, she just did our Keep Your Distance comedy show, which is this weekend. Probably one of the smartest, funniest comedians that I've ever seen uh, do stand up. Uh, that's what, seven? Yeah, oh my. yeah you're at. Um, you're seven. Sinbad. Uh, Sinbad was a is a funny comedian, and he kind of showed me that you could be funny doing clean content or clean, clean comedy. Yeah, but it doesn't yeah, really feel like it's clean. Yeah, like yeah. you just killing, and you don't realize. Like he didn't even cut. Like it didn't even matter. Um, that's what eight. Uh, low key recently, there's a comedian named Kanisha Bus. She did keep your distance. She was probably one of the most original. She has some material about being a mom that I've never seen ever before or since. That is so funny and so original. If she, if this was the eighties, Tony Baker and, and Kanisha Bus, this was the eighties or early nineties, they would have gotten a TV show based off their set. Right. And agent mm-hmm. said, "We're gonna make this show." Work. Um, who else do I love personally? Uh, Cat Williams, his uh, mm-hmm. Pimp Chronicles is my wife's favorite stand-up special of all time. Pretty flawless uh, stand-up special. Um, I've also seen it so many times because she loves it uh, so much. Um, that's 10. Who's your Ronaldo? Uh, who? Who's, your said, Ronaldo? who's your Ronaldo? Who's your Ronaldo? Who's going to bust it through? <laughs> we got to sign him. <laughs> um, who you got to sign? I'm really trying to think of who really means the most to me that I'd be like, dang, you really are good at this. What's going on record now? Hey, you can't delete this one. I know, right? That's what we're doing, deleting. <laughs> no pressure. Man, let me think. Let me think. Uh, I'm trying to think of who well, I love. If the squad's that bad, you just play a man down. I, mean, I know, right? Do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, search yourself in. Search yourself in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me. Shoot. There you go. Just like when I play video games, I'm creating myself first, and I'm trying <laughs> to create a there character. We there we go. See. <laughs> you about you about six five, t- two ten, <laughs> one ninety. Shot power 90. In the game, I have rocks. I don't need to be bald in the game. I got to be bald in real life. I don't need to be bald. It's my player. It's my, my dream. Looking all crazy looking. Oh, well, here's, God. Here's what I'll do. I have a, a, a serious question. And I can let Sky like kind of cap it off so we won't take Well, yeah, because I, got a, I got a couple questions. But yeah, yeah. Ahead, but, but my serious one is like, so like with Two Cents, our whole thing is obviously amplifying like uh, black voices in this space of soccer right we've also found it's very important for us to like own our content own our production like own like what we do and not have others kind of uh be the filter for us so my question for you is like why was it important for you to to build your own studio so like to kind of like what was the thought process behind that like you own your own property your content was it just the the business side of it or was there even more overarching holistic like approach to that uh, Hollywood wasn't, wasn't letting me in their studios and, um, I wanted to make what I wanted to make without having to answer to somebody. A lot of times I've been reading this book on, uh, Bob Iger 
who ran Disney for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. And they were saying one thing that made Pixar great before they acquired them is they allowed people to do what they did and they didn't get in and like try to make it perfect. This dude's movie was finding, I mean, uh, was uh, Ratatouille. You had cars and you were able to let your vision go and we and they were supported. Uh, and that's what I wanted to do with Kevin on Stage Studios. It was like, I understand at least my audience, right? And pitching that to Hollywood, every time I would go on the pitch, they either wouldn't get the idea or they would try to change it so much to fit a certain group of people, usually middle America, that mm-hmm. it would take away what the people who it's intended for to like would like about it. And I think people are more, people are more malleable than that. Like Game of Thrones, for example, which I love and a lot of black people love, it wasn't necessarily marketed to me as a black person. It was right. just a good show. Breaking right. Bad, The Sopranos, I could go on and on. They aren't shows for white people or black people. They're just good shows. And then there are some shows that are marketed to certain people. So I wanted to make shows, you know, that I wasn't seeing on TV, like featuring black people for black people with inside jokes that black people would get and then let other people come around to them. Like I wasn't an Italian American. So uh, the Sopranos wasn't I couldn't relate to it on a cultural level, but the show was good. And they taught me the world and I learned about it and I started enjoying it. So I think that was the main thing was just to be able to create content and opportunities for people who look like me because there's so many more talented people that are not able to get in with Hollywood because there's only so, so many roles, period. And there's even less for black people and there's even less for black people that don't have traditional body types and all that stuff. So it was like, here's our opportunity to be as funny and talented as we are. And we're going to make this stuff for other people at home who want to watch people like us. And it's a lot easier with my own studio than pitching somebody else who's telling me to make it for middle America, which means make it palatable for, for white people. Like black people don't live in middle America. Chicago is in middle America. Technically. Yeah. Detroit is in the middle of America. There's a lot of black people in the middle of America. Everywhere there is people in the United States, there's black people (laughs) everywhere. Yeah. That's our, that's true. What you got, Scott? Respect. Respect. Yeah. Well, Scott, what you bring it home? Okay. So I got, I got two. So on our show, Shea But FC, we usually have a get your fits right segment where we look at like black culture if it invaded the game. So what would you want for a Kev on stage customized kit? Like if you could make a kit, what would that look like? Low key, I was designing one for my fans and then I realized they do not care about soccer and it was not going to be sold to nobody but me. Uh-uh, so then, okay, so what did it look like then? What did it look like? So b- red is my favorite color. Uh, b- back, so when I started supporting Manchester United, they had a black away kit that I just freaking love. So my thing would be everything with me would be dark black with red outlines and white accent, right? Because I just feel like all black teams, remember the Mighty Ducks? The good team is the black team. The black team comes in, they're coming with the all black. You don't even know that team. That's the Icelandic team. They're Iceland. Iceland, Iceland, Hawks, all that. All black. Ever since I watched that movie, I have been like, the all black stuff kills. So uh, that's what I would have. The all black. I think, man, Arsenal's no red kid, the all white with nothing on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was icy. Oh, it was so icy. I know I can't buy that now, but I can't admire it. So that's what I would do. Yeah, I would yeah. have the all hey, black. You, you, you step tripping now. You you going? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was step tripping. 
I was just admiring that it was a fire fit. All right, all right. You know, so leave it, it at that. Just leave it at that. With red, red what, what trim, white accent. Ooh, ooh. I'm smelling. I'm smelling some collab opportunities right now. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying. I'm I, saying. I got. I, got I one love more, that. I got one yep. more question. So, what about? So, from what you've seen with soccer games, what would you like to see from Black culture? Would you like some marching bands at a game? What would you like to see to turn up to be fire? You know what? What would be so so the songs, you know, the 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 songs that, that everybody sings, black versions of that would be so hey. like I want when a when a when a when a when a black person comes out, I want to hear whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That would be. I'm they did that for Pogba, bro. That would be. He would know what to do with all that love. Oh man. Oh man. That would be so dope. And then I love some. Uh, you know, the black culture it shines through in the um when they score the, the celebration. You know, like you watch Afcon, it's just dripping with swag. I mean, yeah. they don't really yeah. score a lot of goals in Afcon because they got good midfielders and good defense. But when they score, it's 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 swag it's a party. central. It's a party. Yeah. Also, oh, you want yeah. swag surf? You want swag surf at the uh? Swag, oh my god, a swag surf on the stadium. So it's not paddleboard. Oh, so it's not river white river rafting. You want to be on beat? Two's and fours. Two's and fours. Two's and fours. Can we get some oh. talking outside your neck? If we can get hey, talking outside yo! your neck, yo, or some hay? Get out of the game. Get some crucial conflict yo. that hey. Hey. Oh, oh man! Hey, in the middle of the field. That's all you need to do. Hey, hey in the middle of the pitch. Oh, <laughs> hey, in the middle of the pitch. Oh, 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 It'd be great. <laughs> It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, it is. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. <laughs> oh man, it's been so great having you on, man. Um, of course, uh, right. as as we uh move into two up to now, of course, uh, this is a pretty big weekend uh, for the city of L.A. Like, are are y'all getting in the mix of uh, this? Uh, of course, for Absolutely for, for copy, copyright purposes, <laughs> we can't use the actual name. So, like, just to take on skies, it's the we're gonna call it the Sippy Bowl. Oh, the Sippy. <laughs> But uh, but yes. Uh, so y'all y'all steering clear of Inglewood, that part Man, of LA. I, I, I'm gonna be in Torrance. Absolutely not. I ain't going up there. Absolutely not. I'm going to be as far away from the Super Bowl, Super Bowl. I mean, uh, Sippy Bowl, Sippy Bowl. Uh, I'm gonna be as far away from that part of LA as I. I'm already far from that part, and I'm going to keep it like that. I'm yeah. not going nowhere. On the weekend, nope, no way, no how. The Super Bowl might as well be in Minneapolis or Miami for all I care. You yeah. know, I have no idea that it's here. Right, absolutely Man. not. My team ain't. My team's at is on the couch, on the playoff couch. They had the cereal bowl. They just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> they tried. They tried. They tried. They tried so hard. So, uh, how are we looking on, on predictions? Of course, we got Cincy and LA. Like, uh, of course, uh, with the home team actually in the in the game. Uh, how how are we looking, guys? Like, how are we looking on, on picks? I I just honestly I'm happy either way. I love Joe Burrow being brand new to the game and the Bengals sucking forever and winning. But I also love Odell Beckham Jr. winning, especially this season after what happened in Cleveland. 
mm. and Matthew Stafford after, you know, being in Detroit all them seasons. Uh, I, I just love that I'm not a supporter of either team, so I just want to see a good game and win. But if I had to, I probably would rather see Matt Stafford and Odell and Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is so amazing yeah. at his position, yeah. so it's just like I would like to see him uh, win. I feel like the Bengals are going to be in good good hands for a couple of years, so they might get another shot. Uh, but I don't think Matt Stafford that this team is this this is their win it or lose it year. They don't have enough yeah. money to keep this team together. So <laughs> basically, I'm hoping for them. What about you, Ty? Honestly, I'm kind of um, my team's been gone for a minute. I'm just excited. Uh, a lot of us here in Ohio are obviously wrapping arms around Burrow, so I'll be happy that way. Um, but I also, because I'm a big OBJ fan as well, like I want to see him do his thing. He's a big soccer fan too, so I'm like, yeah, I, I I would respect it. And he was technically, you know, with uh with us for a little bit, so I'm just gonna watch it, enjoy it. Not making a prediction. I'm happy for everybody that's gonna enjoy it. Coach, are, are you are you are you gonna uh, uh, break, break your uh, protests or what? What's what's the word? Um, I mean, I guess I might as well put an opinion on this, but you know, since I doing grad work at University of Cincinnati, I gotta go with the Bengals. Um, so at the same time, since I'm a cigar connoisseur and Joe Burrow who loves to smoke cigars after the game, I gotta see him smoke one after the game. So I'm gonna go for them. But at the same time, like you said, kid, like if the Rams don't do it this year, like they ain't gonna have another chance. Like this is mm-hmm. make or break. And at the same time, like I no knocks against anybody on that squad. Like I love that squad that they built. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if they won, but for you know, I, I guess the underdog and going with the Cincy, you know, chip on the shoulder type of thing. I, I gotta go for the Bengals this year. Sky Jesus. <clears throat> I mean, the Falcons ain't embarrassing me, so I don't believe that the uh, the Rams. Hey, are time out! Well, we'll find a way. I'm sure someone from the Falcons will yeah. get locked up. <laughs> Why are you doing that, man? I'm trying to prove. Okay. Okay. I'm so, sure I that's know. gonna happen. Okay, it'd be cool if the Bengals won, because yeah, Joe Burrow he out here. Um, but on the flip side, I mean, this is the last year. The Rams gotta do it. Yeah, it'd be nice if Aaron, Aaron Donald won. <laughs> But then they're gonna be popping off fireworks and crap all like until the end. <laughs> all night. <laughs> all night. And then they're gonna be celebrating like they was fans. Yeah, valid reason to go for the Bengals. <laughs> so that's why I was like, if the Bengals win, I ain't gonna be mad. If the Rams win, I ain't gonna be mad. But yeah, yeah. I'll be Jay. Like we just, oh, we're all like go football. That's all I heard. Go Everyone's football. like, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go the team. Go I the team. Yeah. I'm not gonna be embarrassed. Like, the Falcons can't embarrass me. Teams have fun. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna rob the NFL hat. I'm gonna go for everybody black. Go team. There we go. I, 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 I no black the, during the conference championship game a couple weeks ago when uh, when Cincinnati won, I was like, I think the biggest sign of, of gentrification, especially to that part of LA now, Inglewood, is like Skyline Chili is coming to LA. That that is just the ultimate form of gentrification. Like, yeah, like it's, it's coming. I'm just Cincinnati. Cincinnati. That's 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 their food. That's their staple. I'm like, good, good luck on that. But. uh <laughs> But um, I saw that on a bus when I was I had a show in Cincinnati. I thought it was spaghetti. I didn't realize that they put they yes. didn't put it on spaghetti noodles. I was confused. <laughs> Don't do it to your body. I'm I'm from Columbus, and we 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 do make fun of the spaghetti sauce soup thing. And uh, yeah, it's overrated. I don't I don't understand it. Don't try it. Don't. It's overrated. 
It's, it's, it, actually, now that I think about it, Tony, like it's actually been a good a good football year for Cincinnati. Like, hopefully, the Bengals will do better than the than the Bearcats. That's you know, because yeah, that man, that that, that I really work out too well for y'all. Do well, and that just goes to show you, bro. It'd be like, man, we undefeated, and then you play the people who 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 got to play each other, and it'd be like, oh, that's why y'all didn't play. I wanted them to win. I wanted them to win the whole championship because I'd be yeah. sick of the SEC. But it ain't yeah. the skill positions, bro. It's the it's the, the D line and the O line. Yeah. You're not yeah. moving them big boys around. You see, you see the height and weight difference. Oh. Like, it's it's like playing with your son. Like, all right, now I'm gonna play for real. This now, back up, back up, man. Come on, back up. Stop playing. Stop playing. Dog, it was it was a cold world when that game started. Yeah. But uh, but one more football note. Of course, uh, last week the Washington football team finally made their big a uh, name change. Are now the Commanders. They are they're run by Cobra Commander. Like uh y'all like y'all like the name? Like y'all it's like, eh, like what what's up? I'm gonna tell you what it is, bro. There's nothing they could have named themselves that people would have liked. There's no Washington football team. There's nothing because you've known them as the Redskins for so long. Anything else is organ rejection. Kids who start watching football in five years won't think the commanders are in Seahawks. You can't imagine a team being named the Seahawks starting right now and how they'd get laughed at. Not like that. Hackers? What is that? <laughs> All the connotations like like are y'all good? No. <laughs> the Browns? Because the dude's name was Brown? The name is Brown. The dude's name. Oh, come on. <laughs> Oh, man. There's a lot of dumb names. The, the commanders just yes. join a list of names that are dumb. We just already we've already accepted those names. Um, like I will I will say this because like yeah, especially like for me growing up in North Carolina and in Virginia, like like for the longest time, all I really saw on Fox and CBS was was Washington. I couldn't stand the uniforms. I I, I low key couldn't stand the name, and I was like, I can't do it. And then like I saw I saw the name change. I saw the units. I was like, you know what? If I wasn't a Raiders fan, I would think about buying some merch. But then I realized y'all still got to get uh, Dan Snyder out the paint. So yeah, yeah. Like so hopefully they should have been the Hogs. The Hogs already had a connotation with with uh, Washington. They should have just changed to the Hogs. At least that'd been fun. Absolutely. Um, to give y'all a, a, just a, a quick general down, like, like just the the craziest. I don't know if y'all saw the story today about uh, Kurt Zuma and kicking the cat. I saw that like. An hour before we Yo, did this, I haven't seen the video. Yeah. Is, is there a video of it? Yes, 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 yes. I haven't seen the video yet. Uh, like that, like that's just wild. And, and of course, uh, there's been all this backlash, and they played the they played the day. He still um, played. Play. David Moyes was like, "No, nah, like he's still playing. Like he's one of our blessed players. Like that that cat. Like sorry to that cat because he." Yeah. <laughs> but Man, um, but you know, people and their animals like they. I'll be surprised if there's no disciplinary action for that. It, I'm sure. They, I'm, I'm sure it'll be something. Oh, but yeah, happen. that that's just wild. And like I said, people just losing losing their minds right now with uh with I, like I feel like ever since the pandemic started, it's like because we're not out here as like we used to, just out and about. It's like people just out here doing reckless stuff and. You know, yeah. like 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 we hadn't we'd had a chance to really touch on the Greenwood stuff. We'll probably do do that a little bit next week, but but yeah, like it's just a lot of crazy stuff happening. And you know, just remember, just be 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 
calm down out here, y'all. Just please, just right. do, 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 do that. Do that for Russ. Like, take your right. time and, and and calm down. Um, I'll do a, like a quick round table up or down. Like, what you what you got, Sky? Um, up. Uh, I ain't gonna do no downs. Up, Michelle Kang on the Washington Spirit. So we over. The oh, war is over. The NWSL got the CBA. So we we out here in the streets doing things. They gonna have the capes and we gonna have, we gonna be swag serving that brunch in 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 DC. It's about be, it's about to be that time. So that's my up. Look at y'all behaving. Coach, what you got? Oh dang! I, I had my full list ready to go. I, had, I thought we had man, like we all we over here just, just run, the one. running, just man. Do the one. Dang, I gotta choose one because so much great stuff happened this past weekend. I got my level three goalkeeper license coach. Yes, I'm a yes, level three yes. goalkeeper license coach now. Uh, my daughter's birthday. She's seven. Turning on seven Memphis, baby. Yeah. Uh, and then Papa's five days. He's winning. And Papa's okay, yesterday. Yeah, he's seventy-seven. Uh, tomorrow's Fab Five Day. Real Michigan fans know that was the first time that five, five black stars freshmen that started from Michigan. Tomorrow's Fab Five Day, hence Black Sox hat. And uh, shouts out to my boy Mindy, win the Afcon Cup. You gotta support the black keepers, as always. So yeah, that's my ups. Hey, Ty Billions, what you got? <clears throat> I kind of piggyback off of that Senegal winning Afcon. Uh, I love Senegal from like the 2002 World Cup. So like I've just watched them for the longest and to like finally see them like win the cup on the stage made me happy. I hope that it doesn't come back to bite them in World Cup qualifying because like it's either of them or Egypt goes through again. So, but right now we're going to enjoy this. Right now the kings of Africa. So there it is. And Mr. Kev, close us out with like give us an up, down, in, in between. What you got? Up, uh, it's Caitlin Clark, this uh, uh, basketball player from Iowa. Uh, yeah. She is cooking. She stepped back three from the logo. I mean, it was just, I was like, I ain't seen it done like that. In this one she game. 40 plus on Michigan. Dog. Sorry, uh, you don't say five five. You know, but they wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> she dropped 40 plus on Michigan the other night. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Cooking. Uh, so she's definitely up for me. Uh, down is. Um, Spirit and Frontier Airlines merging to make the world's worst airline. That one. That one. I thought people were playing. I didn't think that was a real. Yeah, people gonna be sitting I thought April first, Fool's Day. Greyhound and Motel Six merging. Like, now we go take over. So, yeah. Oh man. Man, listen. Kev, it's been absolutely outstanding having you on. Like, it's been a, a great experience. As I said, um, hopefully uh, we can um, find some time to do this again and, um, and and chop it up some more. For like, the few billion people who may have never heard of you, like, where can they find you on the socials? Uh, Kev on stage on whatever social media site you're looking at. KevOnStageStudios.com for the app that I built with my team. And Kev on stage TikTok for TikTok. Absolutely. Again, thank you so much. As always, you can find us on the social media FTC. UT. UT. See, can we get the heart we got? Can we do that? <laughs> yes. It's uh, Facebook, Instagram. Facebook. Never hit. Instagram, uh, FTC UTD Pod on TikTok. Uh, again, Kev, thank you so much. Of course, make sure that you uh, catch. 
Shea Butter FC at SBFC underscore podcast. It, they have a really great episode this week with the Earthling Collective Supporters Group. Again, it's a two-parter. It's a whole lot of whole lot of good stuff um, going on in uh, this week's episode. Of course, you can find Two Cents FC at, at Two Cents FC. Uh, but yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's been a, uh, an amazing episode again. Thank you so much to Kev for for, for oh, Thank you us. guys, everybody. But yes, for the whole team, for Coach, for Scott, for Ty, for L, for TK sitting over here behind the monitor over here, Mayor, for Chris, for Mariah, for the whole team. The coach is real. Coach is everywhere. Kit, kids uh, coming out next week, y'all. Get ready, y'all. And um, and, and take care of your booze uh, this, this weekend, Valentine's Day. Hook them up. Take care. Take care of your loved ones. We'll see y'all soon, and we out. S-P-C-U-T-D.